1: Cronenworth already two for two with a pair of doubles. He swings at the first pitch. Sends it deep to right center field. High and deep. Renfro watches. Gonna go! Jake Cronenworth goes back to back with Bogarts. His third extra base hit of the day, and it's 5-1. to
3: The Padres score five runs on seven hits, including two home runs back-to-back in the sixth inning by Xander Bogarts and Jake Cronenworth against Shohei Ohtani as the Padres get an 8-5 lead against Ohtani and the Angels. I should say an 8-5 win here today against Ohtani and the Angels on this July 4th here at Petco Park. Padres have taken the first two games of this series against the Angels. Padres improved to 40-46, and 46. Angels dropped to 45 and. 45. 43 another good day for the Padres offense eight runs on 11 hits a big day for Jake Cronenworth who had three extra base hits against Shohei Otani and on the mound Joe Musgrove was absolutely terrific in this game seven innings and one earned run given up on just three hits he struck out 11. Sam Levitt with you here in our postgame coverage inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as the Padres play back-to-back very good games against the Angels, and now they'll go for a three-game series sweep tomorrow here at Petco Park in downtown San Diego. Like I said, Joe Musgrove was terrific, started the game six up, six down, the only run he gave up, a solo home run to Hunter Renfro in the fifth inning. But aside from that, Joe Musgrove was everything you could have asked for here today, I Caught up with Joe on the field right after the game. Joe, six up, six down to start the game. It seemed like you got into a rhythm early on. What was the biggest
0: key to that?
4: Yeah, just attacking the zone. I mean, this team's super aggressive. They like to swing early in the count. So for us, it was all about execution on that first pitch of the at bat. You know, we mixed it up really well. I had the change up going, the curveball slider, a little bit of everything. So, um, you know, when you got all that stuff working, you're able to mix and match things as you want, and we're able to kind of play against some of their weaknesses. But, yeah, for me, it's always about getting through those first two, three innings, you know, scoreless and kind of finding that rhythm. And then from there on, it's kind of game over for me.
3: You mentioned the curveball. Thank you very much. You mentioned the curveball. You threw that more than any other pitch in this game. You got a lot of swing and miss with it. What was the thought process behind that?
4: I mean, yeah, going into the game, looking at the reports and watching video, the curveball is going to be a really good weapon. But, you know, coming out here, you never know what's going to show up and what's not going to show up. So, um, you know, the curveball looked good in the bullpen, it looked good right out of the gate in those first two hitters. And, you uh, we decided to stick with it for the whole game.
3: A pretty special talent on the other side, Shohei Otani. Your offense got to
4: him, gave you a lead in the middle part of the game. How key was that as the outing got deeper and deeper? Yeah, it's huge, man. I mean against a guy like that, you gotta try to get to him early, you know. I concluded myself as well, you know. You can get to the starting pitcher in those first couple innings, you got a good chance, but you let him go scoreless three, four innings, they start finding that rhythm and you know job gets a lot tougher. But he's a really good player, man, and this is a start that I've been looking forward to for a while, hoping to get a chance to face off against him. Joe, you weren't
3: happy with the way the team was playing after that game in Pittsburgh last week. The way you played in Cincinnati, a couple of wins against the Angels. How do you feel about the way you're playing right now?
4: Yeah, it's you know, it's a bit discouraging when you feel like you're playing better baseball and you're not getting the results and the wins aren't coming. You know, I thought we played pretty good baseball out in Cincinnati. You know, a few swings hurt us, but uh, you know we played better baseball out there. So you know, even though you don't get the wins, it's trying to build on something like that. You know, competitive games, are in it till the very end, um, and then coming home and getting the first two of this series is huge. Joe, thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate it.
3: That was Joe Musgrove after his start here today. Again, Joe was absolutely terrific. Seven innings, one run given up, three hits. He walked one, struck out 11. Joe Musgrove throwing a, of a 100 pitches in this game, 68 for strikes. And that was really just part of the story. The Padres getting five runs on seven hits in five-plus innings against Shohei Otani. They got three runs against the Angels' bullpen. Things got a little dicey in the ninth inning with Jose Castillo. Josh Hader had to come in, pick up his 19th save of the year and we'll get into all of it as the Padres win it eight to five over the Angels and now the Padres go for a three-game sweep tomorrow here in downtown San Diego lot to do on our post-game coverage when we come back we have the radio highlights we'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin again the final score Padres eight Angels five our post-game coverage continues after this on the Padres radio network
0: passion drive and patience
3: Have Happy- July 4th from Petco Park as the Padres win it 8-5 over the Angels on this Independence Day here in downtown San Diego. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. We still have some people here inside the loft finishing up their beers, finishing up their games of pool. We seem to have some sort of a family reunion going on inside the loft uh, as well. Some people taking photos in the corner. Everybody having a good time as the Padres win it 8-5 over the angels a lot to tell you about we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit but first let's recap it with our game highlights
0: let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes
3: it was a great pitching match up here today. Joe Musgrove against Shohei Ohtani, and both were matching zeros early on. Musgrove went six up, six down, then worked around a to lead off base runner in both the third and the fourth. Padres had base runners on in the second and the third against Ohtani, but they did not score. A scoreless game going bottom four. Ohtani got the first two outs, but then Manny Machado hit a two-out single. Ohtani walked Xander Bogarts. Jake Cronenworth, who had a double in his first at-bat, stepped in.
1: First pitch on the way, sends this one in the air to deep right center. Renfro's going back into the gap, looking up, going to one-hop off the wall. Machado has scored. Bogart's being waved in behind him. He's going to score. It's a two-run double for Jake Cronenworth.
3: All the Padres would get in the fourth inning. They had a 2-0 lead heading to the fifth. In the top half of the fifth, former Padre Hunter Renfro led off against Musgrove. Hunter-Renfro leading off the fifth inning. Swings to the first pitch. Hits a rocket
1: out to left center field, and that one's going to go. Hunter-Renfro has hit about as many home runs here as anybody this side of Manny Machado or Adrian Gonzalez. And that one a
3: laser to left center. And the Angels are on the board here in the fifth inning. Now a 2-1 game. Musgrove bounced back to strike out the next three. Padres had a golden opportunity against Otani in the bottom of the fifth inning. A walk and a single put runners on first and third with nobody out. But Otani struck out Juan Soto. Ha-Sung Kim was caught stealing second base and then a strikeout of Fernando Tatis Jr. to end the inning. Musgrove allowed a leadoff single in the sixth, but a double play helped him get out of it. We went bottom six. Padres still leading 2-1 to one against Shohei Otani, who was still on the mound. Manny Machado led off with a single. Xander Bogarts was next and the 0-1 pitch
1: hit hard in the air to deep left field guess what he's done it again Xander Bogarts a two-run homer goes deep for the second consecutive game and
3: Bogarts this two-run shot against Otani and the Padres now lead 4-1 to Let's 10th home run of the season for Xander Bogarts Jake Cronenworth had two doubles against Otani already on the day it was time for a trip to the Crone Zone.
1: Now, Cronenworth, already two for two with a pair of doubles. He swings at the first pitch, sends it deep to right center field, high and deep. Renfro watches. Gonna go! Jake Cronenworth goes back to back with Bogarts. His third extra base hit of the day, and it's five to one.
3: Jake Cronenworth became the first ever player to have three extra base hits in a game against Shohei Ohtani. Two doubles and a home run through six innings. Ohtani then exited the game with what we later learned was a right middle finger blister. It really, to this point, has been a tough series for the Angels with injuries. Otani, again, left the game with that blister. Anthony Rendon, earlier in the game, left the game uh, after uh, he suffered a left shin contusion, fouling a ball off that left leg. X-rays were negative, and of course, earlier today, we found out Mike Trout went on the I.L. with a broken hammate bone after a swing last night. So, in the span of less than 24 hours, Trout on the IL. Otani came out of this game with that right middle finger blister and Rendon now has a left shin contusion. Back to the game. Joe Musgrove struck out batters number 10 and 11 in a 1-2-3 7th inning. Joe gave up just one run in seven terrific innings. Padres went back to work in the bottom half against uh, in the bottom half against Angels reliever Gerardo Reyes. Hassan Kim was hit by a pitch to start the inning. He stole second, Juan Soto then walked. With one out, it was Manny Runner's lead, and now the one and two to Manny. Soto runs again, Machado hits it up the
1: middle, and off the glove of the second baseman, in into left center. Kim has scored, Soto's going to be held at third. Manny takes a wide turn as the throw comes home, but he'll walk back to first base. That's an RBI single for Machado, his third straight hit,
3: and the Padres do add on at 6-1. to one. There were still runners on first and third for Xander Bogarts. 2-1 pitch, and Bogart sits it off the end of the bat into right field. That's going to
1: get down for a base hit. Renfro charges it, but his only plays to second base. Another RBI single, and another hit for Xander Bogart. Soto scores, and it's
3: 7-1 here in the seventh. Padres would extend the lead to 8-1 in the 8th inning. Juan Soto, an RBI ground out. Every run the Padres scored in this game would end up being really, really important. Here's why. Jose Castillo, who joined the team earlier today from Triple-A El Paso, took the mound in the ninth inning. I'll spare you some of the details, but Castillo was very wild. Joe Adele tripled, he drove in a run, that made it 8-2. to Eduardo Escobar hit a sack fly, that made it 8-3. to It became an 8-4 game when Chad Wallach walked, Mike Moustakis scored, and the bases were still loaded. Eventually Josh Hader would come in this game, Mickey Moniak would walk to make it an 8-5 game. So the situation... At that point in the ninth inning, four runs in for the Angels. It was an 8-5 game. The base is loaded. The tying runs on base. The go-ahead run at the plate. Josh Hader now in a save situation against Taylor Ward with the game on the line.
1: Two and one to Taylor Ward. Here's the pitch from Hader. It is looped up the middle on the ground. Charging Kim in front of the bag at second. Off-balance throw to first in time. And the ball game is over. Angels made it interesting here in the top of the ninth inning as they scored four times. But Josh Hader able to close it out. Angels, of course, want to see if there's going to be a challenge here at first base. Umpires holding everything up. Los Angeles is challenging the play at first base on the field. Is out. And obviously, if you're Phil Nevin, no reason not to. Nothing to lose
2: at this point. What a play by Hassan Kim. Charging off-balance throw. That ball just such a little jam shot, and it died as soon as it got to the grass. Off-balance throw. Bang, bang. Either way, great effort by Hassan Kim.
4: After review,
1: the call on the field is out. And the ball game is over. Tremendous defensive play by Hassan Kim as the
3: Padres survive. They have won this series against the Angels. Took a little extra time, but Josh Hader escaped the jam, picked up save number 19, and the Padres walked away with an 8-5 win. I'll get more into the details of that ninth inning a little bit later. I'll be honest with you. I was down on the field getting ready to interview Joe Musgrove, so I've got to get it all down in my scorebook. Things got wacky in that ninth inning, but what you need to know, Hader shut the door, and the Padres picked up their second straight win against the Angels. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Pepco Park and hear some post-game reaction.
0: Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Foon. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Fo, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Can we start with what Joe gave you today?
2: Sure. Start there. Yeah, seven innings is timeout. So, you know, it's gotten through a little bit of a period there. We're trying to protect them some. There are certain games that you need to let him go a little bit deeper. We didn't have a ton of, you know, guys today that, uh, you know, really other than Josh, that we're using late in games. So, you know, came in, knew what, knew what was expected of him. Felt great. Went out for the, for the seventh. And I mean, 11 punch outs today. So obviously a lot of swing and miss in his game, too.
0: Your level of disappointment that you had to finish it like that and burn your closer?
2: Yeah, you know what? We just... It's better than losing a game. So obviously it wasn't a great feeling there at the end, but we won the game. So we'll settle on that.
4: What did you like out of Jake's at-bats today?
2: Uh, you know, it just looked like after the first at-bat, I mean, you get a knock, you know, pulling down the line off pretty good pitcher and then do it again. And now you can kind of just see the confidence soar a little bit staying back a little bit better, bats in the zone a little bit longer. So I, hopefully this is a really good game for him to, to get him going because, you know, it's been a while since he had a game like this where he squared three balls up like that, and, you know, we, we know he's capable of doing that. So, like I said, hopefully it's you know gets him on a roll. With Jake, Manny, and Xander, none of those three have kind of had the first half that they're they're clearly capable of. They've been all-stars in the past. Right. What what would it mean if they kind of got trending in that right direction? And is that kind of what like the, the biggest key to a second half turnaround would be for you guys? It would mean good stuff for us. So those are the guys we count of, you know, whether it's 3-4-5, whether it's 2-3-4, or wherever they're hitting in the lineup, those are the guys that, you know, are around for a while to knock in runs. And last couple nights it's been good. Ha defensively kind of just seems to be composed no matter, like, where the ball's going, how it's spinning, whatever. What have you noticed? Like, what's what's the biggest key to how he does that? I think he's the best defender in the game, you know, and I think a lot of his numbers would suggest that. But for me, the most impressive thing is from going a position he didn't play a ton of, and maybe in spring training a little bit, we didn't have a ton of him, and then early in the year kind of feeling his way as far as second base, and now, like he is at shortstop, he's probably the best in the game. So that's a huge play right there to end that game. Not too many guys can do that. Is Hater for tomorrow something you would dis- you would learn about tomorrow before the game, yeah. or
3: is it? That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park. The Padres beat the Angels 8-5, to and you heard Bob Melvin mention that final play by Hassan Kim ended up being a really, really important defensive play in this game because things were unraveling in that ninth inning. But again, Josh Ader shuts the door, picks up his 19th save. And we'll continue to break this one down, but I'll tell you, what the biggest key to this game was for the Padres. Certainly Joe Musgrove was terrific. Seven innings, one run given up. If you missed my post-game conversation with Joe, we'll play it for you a little bit later in the post-game show again. But these three guys in this game, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, and Jake Cronenworth, they went in this ball game a combined 8-for-10, two home runs, six RBIs. That is where this game was won, the Padres Scoring five runs on seven hits in five plus innings against Shohei Otani, who eventually would come out after the back to back home runs with that right uh, middle finger blister. But hey, the Padres took one of the uh, special talents in the game and got to him, and then Joe Musgrove did the rest. They, uh, terrific outing for joe musgrove here today we'll continue to break it all down still a lot to do many of our daily awards to give out full out of town scoreboard replay my conversation with joe musgrove more of the highlights for you as well and we'll take some of your phone calls coming up in just a little while 833-288-0973 the phone number again number to call 833 288 0973 if you want to get involved on social media you can do that as well tweet at me at 973 the fan sd or my twitter Sammy Lev s-a-m-m-y-l-e-v if you want to get involved on instagram you can do that as well Lev there too dms are open tweet me message me might just read your comment live here on the air final score padres eight angels five postgame coverage continues when we come back on the padres radio network
0: The postgame show continues
3: here on the Padres Radio Network. Padres beat the Angels 8-5 here at Petco Park on a brilliant and beautiful July 4th. Here in downtown San Diego, sunny, bright blue skies. I'm sure plenty of fireworks to come. Can't wait to see some fireworks here today and uh, tonight uh, around San Diego. And uh, look, the Padres had plenty of fireworks in this ballgame here today. Eight runs on 11 hits after scoring a grand total of 10 runs on 12 hits yesterday. The Padres did it again offensively. That was certainly good to see. It's something we talked about last night. Could the Padres keep the offensive momentum going? We talked about it on the pregame game could they keep the numbers with runners in scoring position going in the right direction? Padres in this game went four for 15 with runners in scoring position. So, uh, look, uh, they had lots of opportunities, and they did come through in a handful of those opportunities, and they hit two big home runs in this game. Xander Bogarts, the two-run home run in the sixth inning, and then Jay Cronenworth moments later a solo home as Bogarts and Cronenworth Went back to back, and that drove Shohei Otani from the ball game as the Padres again win it by a final score of 8 to 5. We'll get to some of your phone calls here coming up in a little bit. 833 288 0973. 833 288 0973, the phone number. Uh, we've got a lot of selfies going on here. Hi, hi, selfies. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. Thank you for saying hello. Appreciate it. As uh, the Padres win it 8-5. to five. Thanks so much. Lo- thank you. Thank you. I'm live on the radio. I'm live on the radio. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. As uh, the Padres will go for a series sweep tomorrow. Hey, everybody's having a good time here inside the loft. July 4th. Why not, right? Fireworks to come. Uh, everybody having a, a very good time. All right. Let's tell you about our East pitcher of the game.
0: Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Trinker and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware.
1: Is the 2-2, Otani swings and misses strike three. A 1-2-3 first for Joe Musgrove, and he caps it with a strikeout of Shohei Otani.
3: Our ace pitcher of the game, Joe Musgrove. You heard the one, two, three inning there. Shohei Otani, the strikeout in the first. Joe went 6-up, 6-down to start the game, and that really set the tone in this one. We talked about it with Joe right after the game, and again, we'll play that interview for you one more time before we get off the air. But Joe was terrific here today. Seven innings, one earned run given up, three hits. He struck out 11 and walked one, and he picks up his seventh win of the season, And uh, in just a couple of moments, I'll tell you what Joe has done as of late because really uh, going back uh, for a while here, he has been absolutely terrific. And I just need to update my numbers. As you know, here on the post-game show, sometimes we're doing a lot of things at once, wrapping up the game and – getting all our numbers together here on the post game show. So while we continue to do that, why don't we go to the phones a little bit early, but uh, why not? We've got a lot of phone calls coming in as the Padres win their second straight against the Angels. They'll go for a three-game sweep tomorrow with right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound. Let's lead things off today with Keeley, who's calling in from Santee. Hi, Keeley, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Doing
4: well, Keeley, what's up? You know, I just came from the game, and that was a game that, you know, I've been a lifelong Padres fan. But there's some players on other teams that you just have to, you know, respect and look forward to just watching them play. And seeing Otani play today, and I was hoping to see Trout. I mean, those are some two players that I really respect, even though they're not Padres. And, you know, it was nice to see when Otani finally had to leave the game, just the respect from my, like the uh, myself and other Padres fans were just giving a round of applause and just, just to be able to witness his you know, greatness in person. It was cool to see, even though you know he took he took the loss. And but at the same time, it's exciting to you know see you know Musgrove striking him out, and you know two you know really good pitchers going out of today. And so it was, it was a very exciting game. Good good Fourth of July win there today.
3: Absolutely, Keely, I agree with you. And one of the things we talked about in the pregame, and it was in my what to watch for segment in the pregame here today, was just to appreciate. Shohei Otani and despite you know or I should say uh, regardless of what the outcome would be today to appreciate what we're seeing I mean he's such a special talent the seasons he continues to put together last year this year uh, it's remarkable I mean he's arguably right now the greatest power hitter in the game right now this season Aaron Judge has been on the I.L. for a little bit here I mean he leads Major League Baseball in home runs and at the very same time He's a very good to great starting pitcher on any given night. I mean, when he's at his best, he is a Cy Young caliber arm, and he has been terrific both at the plate and on the mound this season. It is absolutely remarkable. So, uh, uh, Keely, I'm I'm with you. I think there was an element here today, July 4th, beautiful day. You just had to sit back and enjoy the experience of, of watching Shohei Otani because he is that sort of once-in-a-lifetime talent. I mean, uh, it's really remarkable and appreciate the call. And to be honest with you, I thought today, despite Otani, you know, coming out with the blister, I mean, today, it really, if you're a Padres fan and you don't wish injury on anybody, I'm not saying the blister was a good thing. It was not. I I don't want to see that. But from the perspective of You saw Otani, you saw Joe Musgrove be really good, you see the Padres get a win, you saw a little bit of everything, everything you would have wanted to see in this game, with Otani just being here and and doing what he does at at such a high level, and obviously the Padres winning, and Joe doing what he does, and uh, uh, worked out for for a Padre fan in that way here today. And hopefully, Otani is okay, I mean, the the blister isn't a huge issue, obviously, but uh, he had that cracked fingernail, and now the blister, and Like we said earlier, for the Angels, it's unfortunate because they're just dealing with a ton of injuries that have popped up now in the last 24 hours. Otani here today. Rendon hit a ball off his shin. X-rays were negative, but he was hobbling, had to come out of the game. And then the hamate bone injury, a break of the hamate bone for Mike Trout after a swing last night. He might be out for a couple of months. So uh, not a great time here in san diego for the angels and on top of that the padres have won both games to open up this three-game series let's go to guy who's calling in from san diego guy you're on the Padres post-game show with sam levitt how are you
1: i'm doing good sam all right i'm doing good you know i'm i'm so happy that the padres won and it's just it's just exciting to see them play you know they're they're Joe Musgrove, man, he's been doing real good, you know, with all his pitches and, you know, doing all kinds of good stuff. hmm
3: yeah, he he absolutely has, guy. Um he's been terrific and I'll I'll give you the numbers and appreciate the call. Thank you for listening and calling in. Joe Musgrove going back to May twenty sixth, now a span of eight starts, has a two zero one ERA in forty-nine plus innings, a one oh one whip in that span. You know, he's dealt with a lot this year, and we've talked about it when you go back to spring training, the kettlebell incident, then on the way back from that injury he has a setback with the shoulder after he tries to make a play on the rehab assignment with Triple-A El Paso Comes back, is a little bit shaky, has that start in Mexico City. That's a tough place to pitch, as we know. And now is dealing with the bursitis. I didn't ask him about it today. It wasn't the, the time and place. But, you know, we know he's been dealing with that bursitis in his elbow. But as far as the results for Joe, you would have no idea that he's dealing with anything. I mean, he has been so good as of late. Seven innings, one earned run given up today. Six innings, two runs given up. Last week in Pittsburgh, the start before that, seven innings, one run; six innings, two runs; six innings, three runs. So Joe Musgrove now has five consecutive quality starts, and again, going back to May 26, now a span of eight starts. He has a 2.01 ERA. He has been just terrific uh, as of late. All right. We'll step aside here on the post game show. Come back with more. Again, speaking of Joe Musgrove, we'll replay my post game chat with Joe down on the field right after the game in case you missed it at the very top of the post game show. Continue to give out daily awards and we will take more of your phone calls here coming up. 833-288-0973. The phone number again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. You can also get involved on social media, Twitter, Instagram. Find me at Sammy Leb, S-A-M-M-Y. L E V. Much more to come in our post game show. Again, the Padres win it eight to five over the Angels. And when we come back, we'll get a little bit deeper into that ninth inning as well. I know I haven't really taken the deep dive into it, and I'll be honest with you, the reason why is because sometimes, and you know, I'm always transparent here on the post game. Sometimes, if things get a little wacky in the ninth inning, and I'm already down on the field waiting to do my post game interview. I got to catch up and, and sort of get it in my head and uh, see what happened in my scorebook. So we'll dive into it. Uh, obviously not a ton of great stuff in that ninth inning, really aside from Josh Hader ultimately shutting the door. But we'll dive into that, and we'll talk about the offense and continue to talk about Joe Musgrove and more. Padres win it 8-5 to over the Angels. Post-game show continues after this on the Padres Radio
0: Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever.
3: The show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Padres 8 and the Angels 5. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. As we wrap this one up, the Padres win a second straight game against the Angels, and now they go for a three-game sweep tomorrow evening here at Petco Park. One of those very rare series where we have a night game, and then a late afternoon game, and then a night game tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow, a little bit earlier at 5.40 p.m. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 4.40. A lot still to talk about. A lot of daily awards to give out. We'll tell you about our player of the game in just a moment. And uh, we'll dive into uh, the ninth inning as well in just a moment. Keep on uh, telling you about the big day for Jay Cronenworth, who had three hits in this game All extra bases, all against Shohei Ohtani. And again, Cronenworth became the first ever player to have three extra base hits in a game against the marvelous Shohei Ohtani. Again, if you missed it, Shohei Ohtani came out of this game with a blister on his right middle finger. Uh, That was after he gave up the back-to-back home runs to Bogarts and Cronenworth. He came out of the game right after that. It was a left shin contusion for Anthony Renzone. He fouled the ball off his left shin that came in the fourth inning. He was replaced by Eduardo Escobar and Mike Trout. If you missed it earlier, a broken hamate bone and he will miss quite a bit of time. That happened yesterday on a swing against Nick Martinez. Really a freak injury for Mike Trout. The ball didn't hit him. Nothing like that. He just took a swing and immediately was in a, a ton of pain. We talked about it in the pregame and some bad news for the Angels. And, and keep in mind the Angels right in the mix as far as the American League Wild Card race. They're not totally out of the division they came into today six games behind texas in the al west obviously there are a lot of factors with them going on when you consider the otani situation and you know where he might go at the end of the year and obviously i suppose there would always be a a chance out there that they could trade him at the deadline if they thought they couldn't keep them it doesn't sound like from everything you hear as far as reporting uh that that is uh what they'll do but obviously uh uh, bad news as far as the uh the injury to otani with the blister although certainly when you talk about a pitcher uh, the injury could be far worse news but we'll see how long it takes them to uh, takes them to resolve that blister and uh, the injuries to rendon and trout as well let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game
0: which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org.
3: I'm a little torn here for relief pitcher of the game today. The two candidates would be Luis Garcia and Josh Shader. Now, Garcia, at the time in... A 7-1 game. Pitched a scoreless eighth inning. Struck out two. Worked around a two-out single. Very good inning for Luis Garcia. No issues there. But then you have the Josh Hader part of it. Where did Hader walk in a run? Yeah. But he also came in in a really tough situation. Bases loaded. And the bottom line, as that game, all of a sudden, the ninth inning started unraveling on Jose Castillo in the Padres' bullpen. Hader came in shut the door, did what he needed to do, picked up his 19th save. So, I mean, Garcia was the was the clean inning in the eighth. But, I mean, if Hader doesn't get out of that, could you imagine what this post-game show sounds like? If the Padres somehow didn't secure a win after leading 8-1, to going into the ninth inning, trust me, it crossed my mind. <laughs> I was thinking... I don't know what this game is going to be if they don't hold on here, but uh, the Padres did, and for that reason, I'll give it to Josh Shader, who picks up the save. End of the day, stranded. The tying runs on base. Go ahead, run at the plate. A very sticky situation, and uh, he shut the door. So he'll be our relief pitcher of the game. We have a tweet here from uh, Katie, and we will get some more of your phone calls and uh, and your tweets and DMs here. Uh, Katie tweeting in, I love a win, however, I'm very concerned about this bullpen in the middle innings. If anything at the break, I would like to see an arm added to the pen for high leverage middle innings. Well, look, Katie, it's a bullpen that is dealing with injuries right now. It's also been... Uh, really worked a lot here lately. And obviously after the all star break, when they get Steven Wilson and at some point Robert Suarez back, that will be two enormous additions to the bullpen. Obviously Wilson has uh, been here most of the year. Suarez is not, uh, with the injury going back to spring training. So Katie, they're, they're going to get, and we'll see around the trade deadline, but at least after the all star break in the immediate i um, not sure exactly when Suarez will be back, but he's certainly trending in the right direction. We found out earlier today that he is likely going to uh, be on a rehab assignment, pitch for A El Paso on Friday. So, again, he continues to take very positive steps. But you're right. Look, the bullpen has been shaky. It's a mix of the injuries, guys being overworked, and quite frankly, having arms there right now that have been put in some situations they're not very accustomed to. I mean, you can look at – uh uh, Adrian Morahone having to make the start on Sunday. Obviously, he's a reliever, but had to make the start. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, guys on Friday in Cincinnati, guys like Ray Kerr, Drew Carlton pitching in that extra inning game. There were examples throughout the road trip, but that's what the Padres need to do right now, uh, with the way the bullpen is. Uh, Here today, look, I I totally understood Bob Melvin going to Jose Castillo, somebody they called up earlier in the day. You've got a seven-run lead, and you're hoping that – Castillo, even if he gives up a few hits, a couple of runs, that he can find his way to get three outs, and unfortunately for Jose Castillo, it just did not happen, got one out in that ninth inning, and ultimately he was charged with four earned runs, two hits and two walks in that ninth inning. And to just dive into it a little bit more, ward the single, triple for Adele. That scored the second run for the Angels. Then a sack fly by Escobar. That made it an eight three game. Then Castillo hit Mustakas with a pitch Walks Renfro, walks Renhifo. Bases loaded at that point. Then Josh Hader comes in, walks Wallach to bring in another run. That makes it an 8-4 game. And then Hader struck out the pinch hitter, David Fletcher, and then walked Mikey, uh, Mickey Moniac, not Mikey, that's my brother, Mickey Moniac, uh, with the bases loaded to make it an eight to five game. And at that point, things are getting really scary because the tying runs are on base. The go ahead run is at the plate in a pretty good hitter in Taylor Ward and Ward grounded out the second base, second base, not, uh, nice play by Ha Sung Kim, uh, to end the game. So, uh, look, Castillo obviously really struggled. The hater wasn't perfect either, but, I mean, he he comes in in a bases loaded situation. I know he walked in a couple of runners, but it's hard for me to to put a lot of fault on Josh Hader. That's a tough spot to come in and honestly in a game where he's probably sitting in the bullpen when it's 8-1 in the ninth inning thinking there's no way I'm going to pitch in this game. But he came in, did the job. You heard Bob Melvin talk about Hader at the end of his press conference earlier and did not totally rule out the idea that Hader could pitch tomorrow. We'll see um sounds like they'll find out more about that uh during the day tomorrow but uh, look josh Hader, they needed him in that ninth inning and and once things got as scary as they did and getting as dicey as they did in that ninth inning i had no problem with bob melvin going to josh Hader. it was unfortunate that they had to do that and throw him today in a game they had a seven run lead in in the ninth inning but i mean the last thing you would have wanted is for the padres to blow game in the ninth inning and have the angels tie it take a lead whatever so i understood when things got to a certain point bob melvin saying hey we got to get hater in here unfortunate they had to use him in this game but end of the day right now for the padres it is about getting wins any way they can get them, and quite frankly securing a win right now is i think you could argue even more important than worrying about how you'll use the bullpen the next day and if hater is available the next day i know tomorrow if you have a safe situation you want josh hater but (laughs) at a certain level right now is about one game at a time and and this game right here right now so i didn't have a problem with that uh we have uh exotic goldfish Interesting uh, username on Twitter saying, I tweet as often as I watch the Padres play in person, but these pods are a different team right now. This is the team we hyped up and predicted. Uh, Look, uh, it's two games in. We talked about it yesterday. They have a lot of work to do to get back to 500, to get this thing really going in the right direction. But you take it one game at a time, and a good step in that direction would be sweeping the Angels tomorrow something the Padres have not done all year, sweep a three-game series. So we'll see if they can do that. I'm not getting too crazy yet. They've got to win one game at a time. Like I've said for a long time, is there plenty of baseball left to play? Absolutely. Is this group, with the talent they have, capable of going on a big-time run? Absolutely. They've got to show you now. And, hey, two games into this series, it's been a good series so far. You want to create some momentum heading into the All-Star break, and still four games stand between the Padres and that All-Star break. One more against the Angels, three more against the Mets. So one game at a time, but certainly so far a very good series against the Angels. And, again, you have to like what uh, the offense has done. I come back to the trio today of Machado, Bogarts, and Cronenworth. Manny had three singles and a walk. He was on all four times. Xander Bogarts had the home run, a single, Three RBIs, a walk, two runs scored. He was terrific. Jake Cronenworth, three extra base hits, all against Shohei Otani. Home run, three RBIs, had the two-run double in the fourth inning to put the Padres ahead 2 nothing. And combined between Machado, Bogarts, and Cronenworth, they went 8-for-10 with two home runs and six RBIs. Speaking of Jake Cronenworth, let's tell you about our player of the game.
0: Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit ValleyViewCasino.com today.
1: Now Cronenworth already two for two with a pair of doubles. He swings at the first pitch. Sends it deep to right center field. High and deep. Renfro watches. Gonna Go! Jake Cronenworth goes back-to-back with Bogarts.
3: His third extra base hit of the day, and it's 5-1. to Our player of the game, Jake Cronenworth. That home run in the sixth inning went back-to-back with Xander, and that drove Shohei Otani from the game. He would come out with that right middle finger blister. But for Jay Cronenworth, again, a three-hit game. He became the first player to ever have three extra base hits in a game against Shohei Otani, his eighth home run of the season. Great day for the Crone Zone. He's our player of the game. And you look at what Jay Cronenworth has done in his last seven games, going back to the middle game of that series in Pittsburgh. He is eight for his last 24. Three doubles, a home run, seven RBIs in that span. The average is up from 207 to 220, climbing little by little. He's hit the ball better, and especially in this series so far. So far in two games in this series, Cronenworth is five for seven with a couple of doubles, a home run, and six RBIs. This has been a terrific series so far for uh, Jake Cronenworth. So he's our player of the game, very, very well deserved here today. All right, I want to get back to the phones uh, while we have a moment. Again, 833 288 the phone number to call. We will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up. We'll also replay my conversation down on the field after the game with Joe Musgrove in our next segment as well before we wrap things up. Let's go to Steve, who's calling in from La Mesa. Hi, Steve. Hey, how are
5: you guys doing? You do a
3: great job. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate job. that.
1: Yeah, and and uh, I just want to say that um, I was born and raised here in San Diego, um, graduated from Helix High, Grossmont Junior College in San Diego State, and I was watching the Padres back in 1969 when they had bleachers, Joe Mission seats out of Jack Murphy Stadium. So I've been following them for a
3: while. Um, I still think they haven't reached their potential, um, but you know the key once again is one game at a time and and uh, just keep winning so yes but, um, Steve, for sure very very well said and appreciate the call uh you uh you said it they've got to focus on one game at a time haven't reached their potential yet we all know that but um, again one game at a time here and we'll see if they can put together the run that we've been searching for all year um, again it's not going to happen in a week maybe even two weeks but You know, we're waiting for that run and certainly getting some momentum heading into the All-Star break. That's a good place to start. And, again, you just look at one game at a time, getting a sweep tomorrow, keeping the momentum, doing something they haven't done all year, having another good offensive game. Those are all things you should look for tomorrow. And all would be positive signs that the Padres are starting to come around. Let's go to Alexander, who's calling in from La Mesa as well. Hi, Alexander. How are you? Hi. uh, Can you hear me? I can hear you, Alexander. What's up?
5: Hey, um, I just want to say um, Joe Musgrove did really well today. In, you know, 11 strikeouts. And uh, Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Jay Conaworth. they got really good hits, really good at bats. And they haven't really done much this year in what I, from what I've seen. And it's great that they kind of started now to have good hits and stuff. But the bullpen is what I'm kind of frowning about. Uh, mm-hmm. The bullpen, I think, should be a little bit better about striking out and not more walkings. But as you said before, Josh Hader was in a difficult position, and I can agree with you that um, he should he's got the uh, best relief pitcher, mm-hmm. and it, he was just in a tough, tough position. Yeah. Um. Uh. Or, uh, uh what's what's his name? Well, uh. Forget the second pitcher that came in, but. Um, he w- he gave Josh Hader a tough position to be in, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So Luis Garcia did great, and but the second pitcher that came in, mm-hmm. not so great. Um, my heart rate has never been as high as the uh, <laughs> in the last in the last inning. Yeah, that was that was um, a little fun at the end, huh?
3: yeah it was alexander uh that's uh, the life of a, of, a, of a baseball fan and appreciate the call you uh look uh you, you kind of broke down the game there i mean you could take my job alexander but look you're right it was a tough situation for josh Hader. uh jose castillo struggled and look did Hader walk in a couple of runs he did but again that's a tough spot it really really is and the bottom line to me in that situation haters just got to get out of it and win the game and he did picked up the save so I won't harp on uh on that ninth inning too much it, it got it got dicey in that ninth inning it it really did um no doubt about it like I said earlier I was down there thinking this is not going to happen right I'm not going to have to go on my post game show and talk about the Padres leading eight to one in the ninth inning and uh, things unraveling but hater put a stop to it at the end of the day that's all that matters And and look there's no secret it's a bullpen right now that's Thin with guys um that have not pitched in high leverage spots that are in some spots right now where they've got a pitch in the in those scenarios you know we've got uh tom cosgrove right now who's been terrific but he's coming in in spots whether it is lefties righties i mean uh he's being used a lot right now and he's been reliable so he's uh, earned those roles but without wilson uh without uh, Robert Suarez, obviously, which is not news. He hasn't been here all year. Hopefully the Padres are going to get him back shortly after the All-Star break with Nick Martinez getting used a lot, some of his struggles. Quite frankly, Luis Garcia uh before today has had his struggles. I mean, there are guys who have had struggles in that bullpen. There's not a ton of depth there right now. A lot of young guys coming up and down, and they've been a little banged up as well. So um I think right now for the bullpen, you just got to get to the All-Star break do enough to get to the all-star break hopefully the Padres keep on winning some games and you know that reinforcements are coming after the all-star break the Padres really missed those two right handed relievers and Wilson and Suarez right now getting those guys back is a is a really big deal and um again I, I think the bullpen just has to uh, do enough make it to the all-star break and then hopefully those reinforcements come all right we'll step aside here on the post game show come back with more we have our play of the game out of town scoreboard you'll hear from joe musgrove who was tremendous in this game once again seven innings one run given up for joe as he picks up the win and the padres get a win over the angels our post game show continues from petco park after this on the padres radio network
1: it hard in the air to deep left field. Guess what? He's done it again. Xander Bogarts, a two-run homer. Goes deep for the second consecutive game. And Bogarts, this two-run
3: shot against Otani. And the Padres now lead 4-1. to Xander Bogarts with his second home run in as many games as the Padres win it. 8-5 over the Angels on this July 4th here at Petco Park. And the Padres now going for a three-game sweep tomorrow here in downtown San Diego. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here on our Padres Radio Network post game show. I should say the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. You think I uh, say that enough that I know how to say it by now. But uh here we are. Me and you on this July 4th evening, getting ready for fireworks, the sun going down. I want to see some fireworks. I've actually been wondering uh, with this, uh, what's it called, boom on the bay? Is that what it's called? I'm going to Google it. Boom, bay, San Diego. What's it called? Bay, boom. San Diego's bay, bay, big bay, boom. Big bay, boom. Big bay, boom. There it is. It's only my second July 4th here. Give me a break. San Diego's Big Bay Boom. Anyway, I've been wondering if I just stay here at the stadium for a while. I mean, it's already almost 8 p.m. If I just stay here, can I see the fireworks from here? Tweet at me, Instagram, DM me. What do you think? If I just stay at the ballpark, will I be able to see fireworks? From the ballpark, out in the bay, will the buildings be in the way? Should I leave the ballpark? Should I go towards the uh, bridge at the uh, corner here that crosses the street? Should I go towards the water by where the conference uh, center is and the hotels? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Tweet at me. Let me know. How do you think I should enjoy the fireworks? At this rate, I'm not going to get out of here until 9 p.m. So we're, we're looking for, for for something where I can either stay here, walk, easy. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. All right, let's uh, tell you about the out-of-town scoreboard. We also will uh, hear from Joe Musgrove in just a second. Replay my interview with him, our play of the game. Much more to come as the Padres win it 8-5 to five, over the Angels. Let's take a look at the scores today from around the major leagues.
0: Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958.
3: Everything has gone final aside from two games here today. The two games going on right now, Blue Jays leading the White Sox 4-3 in Chicago in the ninth inning. Dodgers ahead of the Pirates in L.A. right now in the 5th inning. Everything else has gone final. Reds over the Nationals today 8-4. Jonathan India hit two home runs in that game. Yankees beat the Orioles 8-4 in the Bronx. It was the Marlins beating up on the Cardinals 15-2 in Miami, 15 runs on 19 hits for the marlins rangers beat the red sox six to two in boston mitch garver a three-run home run in that game for texas twins beat the royals nine to three in minnesota cubs over the brewers seven to six in milwaukee in 11 today it was the astros over the rockies four to one in houston Mets beat the Diamondbacks 8-5 in Arizona. Francisco Alvarez hit a 467-foot home run in that win for New York. Phillies beat the Rays 3-1 in Tampa Bay. Aaron Nola had 12 strikeouts in that game for Philadelphia. Mariners beat the Giants 6-0 in San Francisco. A's beat the Tigers in 10-1. Ryan Noda drove in that go-ahead run for Oakland in the 10th inning. Only run scored in that game. Guardians beat the Braves in 10, 6-5 in Cleveland. David Fry, the walk-off hit in that game for Cleveland. And uh, by the way, that game between the Blue Jays and the White Sox that we were telling you, telling you about, it just went final. Blue Jays beat the White Sox 4-3 in Chicago. So right now, one game still going on. Dodgers leading the Pirates 6-5 to in L.A. They're in the fifth inning at Dodger Stadium. So that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard again. One of the big headlines from this game, Joe Musgrove, absolutely terrific once again. He went seven innings, one earned run given up, three hits allowed, struck out 11. That was a season high for Joe. First time this uh, season he struck out more than 10, walked only one. And again, Musgrove going back to his start in the Bronx against the Yankees on May 26th, now has a 2-0-1 ERA in his last eight starts, he has been really, really good as of late. No different against the Angels here today. I caught up with Joe right after the game down on the field. Joe, six up, six down to start the game. It seemed like you got into a rhythm early on. What was the biggest key to that?
4: Yeah, just attacking the zone. I mean, this team's super aggressive. They like to swing early in the count. So for us, it was all about execution on that first pitch of the at-bat. Um, You know, we mixed it up really well. I had the changeup going, the curveball slider, a little bit of everything. So, um, you know, when you got all that stuff working, you're able to mix and match things as you want, and we're able to kind of play against some of their weaknesses. But, yeah, for me it's always about getting through those first two, three innings, you know, scoreless and kind of finding that rhythm, and then from there on it's kind of game over for me. You mentioned the curveball. Thank you very
3: much. You mentioned the curveball. You threw that more than any other pitch in this game. You got a lot of swing and miss with it. What was the thought process behind that?
4: I mean, yeah, going into the game, looking at the reports and watching video, the curveball is going to be a really good weapon. But, you know, coming out here, you never know what's going to show up and what's not going to show up. So, um, you know, the curveball looked good in the bullpen. looked good right out of the gate in those first two hitters. And, uh we decided to stick with it for the whole game. A pretty special talent on the other side, Shohei Otani.
3: Your offense got to him, gave you a lead in the middle part of the game. How key was that as the outing got deeper and deeper?
4: Yeah, it's huge, man. I mean against a guy like that, you gotta try to get to him early, you know. I included myself as well, you know. You can get to the starting pitcher in those first couple innings, you got a good chance, but you let him go scoreless three, four innings, they start finding that rhythm and you know job gets a lot tougher. But he's a really good player, man, and this is a start that I've been looking forward to for a while, hoping to get a chance to face off against him.
3: Joe, you weren't happy with the way the team was playing after that game in Pittsburgh last week. The way you played in Cincinnati, a couple of wins against the Angels. How do you feel about the way you're playing right now?
4: Yeah, it's you know, it's a bit discouraging when you feel like you're playing better baseball and you're not getting the results and the wins aren't coming. You know, I thought we played pretty good baseball out in Cincinnati. You know, a few swings hurt us, but uh, you know we played better baseball out there. So you know, even though you don't get the wins, it's trying to build on something like that. You know, competitive games, are in it till the very end, um, and then coming home and getting the first two of this series is huge. Joe, thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate it.
3: That was Joe Musgrove right after the game. He was terrific here today. Seven innings, one run given up, and picks up his seventh win of the season. Musgrove is now 7-2. Let's hear our play of the game.
0: What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the Play of the Game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, heating and air, flood and restoration. Because we know how.
1: First pitch on the way, sends this one in the air to deep right center. Renfro's going back into the gap, looking up, going to one-hop off the wall. Machado has scored. Bogart's being waved in behind him. He's going to score. It's a two-run double for Jake Cronenworth.
3: Jay Cronenworth with the two-run double in the fourth inning. Our play of the game gave the Padres a 2 nothing lead against Shohei Ohtani and the Angels, the second of what would become a three-extra-base hit day for Jay Cronenworth, all against Shohei Ohtani. Cronenworth became the first player ever to have three extra-base hits in the same game against Ohtani. That's how special Jay Cronenworth was today. Three hits, the home run. And that big two-run double in the fourth inning, bottom line, Padres took a 2-0 lead, never surrendered a lead in this game. So, had a a broke-a-scoreless tie, big hit for Jay Cronenworth, and we mentioned the numbers earlier. He's been playing a little bit better lately, and again, this series so far, five for seven with a home run and six RBIs. So, A lot of good stuff from Jake Cronenworth, and like we've been saying, same thing for Xander Bogart, same thing for Manny Machado. Those guys have had a really, really good series so far, and we'll see if the Padres can continue their offensive momentum into tomorrow. Before we tell you more about tomorrow, let's pause for Station ID on the Padres radio network kwfn and kwfn one San Diego. Hi, this is Bob Melvin. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. As we wrap this one up, Padres win it 8-5 over the Angels. I'm getting a lot of tweets here and Instagram messages uh, as people help me with how to view the Big Bay Boom here in san diego again i'm at the ballpark right now downtown obviously so the the consensus seems to be uh, i've got tweets here saying head to the uh embarcadero uh area embarcadero park in seaport village uh behind the convention center okay may do that i've got another uh, instagram dm here leave the ballpark it's a must see up close so We'll see. Maybe what I'll do is I'll wrap up here. i got some work to do and then try to get out of here in the next uh, half hour or so and head towards the water, and hopefully I see the fireworks. I think that's the plan. I also want to get out of here because our our great studio coordinator, Nick Danucci. I want him to go see fireworks too. So with that said, let's wrap it up. Looking at tomorrow, final game of this three-game series between the Padres and the Angels. First pitch tomorrow at 540, Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 440. Right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Patrick Sandoval on the mound for the Angels as the Padres will go for a three-game sweep. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Padres, eight runs, 11 hits, one error, and the Padres here today left on seven. For the Angels, five runs, six hits, one error, and the Angels left on six. Winning pitcher in this game, Joe Musgrove, who improves to seven and two. Losing pitcher, Shohei Otani, who drops to seven and four. Time of game, three hours and 42 minutes. Is that the longest game of the year? I don't know. I think it may be but I'll tell you tomorrow or eh, I don't want to take the time right now. We want to get out of here, go see some fireworks, but I'll let you know tomorrow maybe during the post game show if it was 3 hours and 40 Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Forget that. I'm looking at the wrong thing here. That was first pitch 342. That's a that's a way to end our post game. Time of game 3 hours 2 minutes. Three hours and two minutes, time of game. First pitch was at 3.42. Three hours, two minutes, time of game. The attendance, the 35th sellout here at Petco Park this season, 44,725, the 35th sellout in 42 openings here at Petco Park. A tremendous July 4th crowd, and they saw a good one, as, again, the Padres win it 8-5. If you missed any of our post game show, you can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt. Sing So Long and Good Night from Petco Park. Again, the final score the Padres 8 and the Angels 5. Happy July 4th. Enjoy the fireworks. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.